0: It is one thing to try listening to one's thoughts, and it's quite another thing to write those thoughts down, then read them out aloud with the record button turned on, followed by not only having the option of replaying that out to yourself, but also offering that option to literally anyone on the planet right now with internet access. And yet, here I am. Hi, this is Elita and you're listening to Nomadic Thunker Says which is born out of a felt need to reach more people beyond merely a text, read-only format. I have been a blogger for a decade and I continue to be one. I also design and organize workshops on using writing as a medium for self-expression, which I owe immensely to my practice of blogging and journaling. In June 2020, while revamping my website, I deliberated over what I wanted to continue blogging about. The deliberations went on for a few weeks, and the result? The audio waves in your ears right now. In the spirit of not reserving the making of new resolutions to the month of January alone, I am kickstarting two series this July. One is titled Daku Tommy 011, which is an attempt to visibilize everyday binaries and false dichotomies. The second is titled, We Have to Talk, which is an attempt to explore well-known but lesser understood everyday topics beyond their superficial understanding. So every month starting now, I will write and read out a topic each for both these series on a fortnightly basis. Ready to dive in? Acha, tell me, are you a cat person or a dog person? For a long time, a really long time, I have been a self-professed dog person. I grew up around a dog, I have had my fair share of being chased by dogs, and yet, I have primarily been a dog lover. At least that is what I would go around reaffirming to whomsoever, whenever I was required to give in to the social mores of indulging in small talk. My favorite cartoons, on the other hand, have been Tom and Jerry, Top Cat, Sylvester and Tweety, and of course, Garfield. Truth is, back then, I believed in the false dichotomy that you were either Dash or Dash. In this instance, you had to either be a dog person or a cat person. You could never be both. You could never be neither. But wait... What does false dichotomy mean? As with all things millennial existence, I turned to the one true dhout, emissary of answers, Google, for the meaning, and this is what I found. A false dichotomy or false dilemma occurs when an argument presents two options and ignores, either purposefully or out of ignorance, other alternatives. In general, a false dichotomy gives the impression that the two opposite options are mutually exclusive, that is, only one of them may be the case, never both, and that at least one of them is true, that is, they represent all of the possible options. Hmm, but why did I choose the cat person versus dog person dichotomy? I thought it would be befitting to begin this part of my text meets audio series, which is not a podcast by the way, by revisiting this forced polarity of dog versus cat person for two reasons. One, it's a topic that seems like a harmless juvenile BuzzFeed quiz at best, but has the potential to be quite divisive. More on that in a moment. The second reason is that this part of my text meets audio series is called Daku Tommy 011, which, if you have been paying close attention, is a wordplay on dichotomy itself, and where Tommy is a tribute to every Indian street dog because that's what most of them get named. By the way, and you may treat this as an FYI, Daku Tommy, Bandit Tommy, is a patch-eye street dog fighting everyday false dichotomies. They believe that most of life's experiences True for dogs and humans, and maybe cats too, cannot be simplistically broken down only to two options of this or that. They would like to clarify that they are not a real life bandit. They only dig their alter ego a lot and are of the opinion that humans are likelier to pay attention to what a patch eye canine has to say. Yes, I have a mascot. And yes, I am prone to bouts of amusing myself at all times. But now, back to the question. Are you a dog person or a cat person? But first, let's see what research says. Led by my itch to scratch beneath the surface, I looked up to Google Baba again and stumbled upon research. I was stunned. This wasn't only some BuzzFeed quiz. As it turns out, in 2010, a team of researchers, clearly more focused and purpose-driven than me, led by psychologist Sam Gosling at the University of Texas, Austin, wanted to find out what people's preference for dog or cat implied about them. As a part of a larger study on personality called the Gosling-Potter Internet Personality Project, they posted the questionnaire online, attracting it around 4,500 respondents. Similar such personality studies have been undertaken in 2014 at Carroll University in Wisconsin, USA, and in 2015 at the University of Melbourne in Australia. As I was looking at this pop-up across the multiple tabs before me, I thought to myself, Geez, Louise!" There is research on this. This. Obviously, I was more stoked than shocked. When I thought about this topic and considered looking stuff up, I had no clue what I would find. But personality profiling based on whether one believes one is a dog or a cat person? Remember how I said nothing more than a harmless BuzzFeed quiz turning into something that is anything but harmless? I was now learning that people take these things seriously very seriously that being a dog or a cat person is used as a metric for deciding likability employability and other variations of compatibility that people rely on this to make decisions feels problematic no so what do I find problematic about the cat person versus dog person dichotomy? For starters, nowhere did I find it clarified what is meant by dog person or cat person. Am I a dog person if I like dogs more? Or am I a dog person if I believe my personality traits are similar to those of a dog? Likewise for cat person. I don't know. And here's why I think this is relevant. In one instance, it was said that the terms dog-person and cat-people refer to a person's domesticated pet-animal preference. Okay, but this was quickly followed by the two terms refer to people's self-identification regardless of what pets they actually own, if any. Based on the English I know and understand, these sound like contradictory statements. Now in my own case, my preference of domesticated pet animal has always been a dog, and my self identification has been towards cats, something I've chosen to be in denial about. There were other instances across articles I found where dog cat lover is used interchangeably with dog cat owner. Those two are not identical categories of people. Side note. Did you know that there's a word for someone who loves both cats and dogs? They are called bipetuals apparently. Meaning and definitions aside, the results from these studies, surveys, call it what you want, are amusing. Dog people score higher on extraversion, agreeableness, and conscientiousness. Cat people score higher on neuroticism and openness. Turns out the University of Texas study mapped its results onto the Big 5 personality test and the differences reported were in the 10-15% range, like Dog people were 11% more conscientious than cat people, and cat people were 11% more likely to be open. Elsewhere on the internet, it's raining listicles and within them prophecies. Dog people are far more sociable and outgoing than cat people. And Cat people are more likely to live alone and in apartments than dog people. Um, If I have a dog, which I do, I need to take them for walks more than just a couple of times a day. Does that make me more sociable? I'm sure my dog will disagree. Secondly, If I like the idea of having a pet and already live in an apartment, I am more likely to consider a small animal, like a cat. Doesn't it mean that I am a cat owner, which by the way is a misnomer since nobody can own cats, cats own themselves, my cat can testify. Anywho, the point being, am I not likelier to be a cat owner because I already live in an apartment rather than vice versa? If you, like me, find that bizarre, I am happy to report that there's an article mapping the zodiac signs to the likelihood of being a dog or a cat person. No comments. And I could keep going on, mostly because it's fun. Okay, okay. So now getting to why this talk about cats, dogs and silly data findings. If something as banal as are you a cat person or a dog person can reveal so many gaps and throw up so many counter questions, simply because I wanted to make a thought experiment out of this on a whim, what does it say about our other dearly held false dichotomies? More importantly, What does it say about the media stories we devour, unquestioningly? For all that talk about celebrating our differences, how are we truly faring when we are constantly being pitted against each other? The last I heard, cat people tended to be non-conformists as well as scoring higher on intelligence tests than dog lovers. I mean... Did no one stop to wonder why then were those cat people taking that test in the first place? And let's not even get me started about the gender stereotypes propagated based on whether one is a dog or a cat person, I'm going to reserve my thoughts for a later post on the false dichotomies around gender binaries. The point I'm trying to make is that research and studies and surveys can be flawed in several ways and for several reasons. False dichotomies leave out and even erase other already coexisting possibilities. Interpretation of data emerging from studies can be misguided to represent and communicate, that is, tell a story that represents partisan views. Banal as it may seem, as I was reading through what I kept finding on the dog person cat person dichotomy, I was reminded of the line it's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. And lest it seem like this was an exercise on taking the piss out of the are-you-a-cat-person-or-a-dog-person clickbait articles that make a customary appearance once every other month, I want us to be reminded that this is an argument against the dash or dash narrative. This is an argument in favor of reframing our narratives to refocus on the diversity of options that exist between and perhaps even beyond the DASH or DASH. This is an argument in favour of relearning perspectives towards DASH and DASH. So here are questions I want to leave you with. What are the areas of your life where false dichotomies show up? What are the ways in which you would like to move away from them? And while you begin to figure out those answers for yourself, here's an interesting question from a Redditor. As a dog or cat person, what would you have to say to a fish person? Person R. Do you have to put the fish on a leash when you take it for a walk? Person G. I think they're pretty cool to look at, but you can't cuddle with them. Oh, and I did take the BuzzFeed quiz after all. Turns out, I'm a cat person. This will be all from me for today. Thank you for listening in. I will be back with Dakotommy011 on the first Sunday of every month attempting to tackle another pair of false dichotomies. But before that, I will return with we have to talk, the second thematic series on well-known but lesser-understood everyday topics that I will kick start on the 19th as a recurring series on the third Sunday of every month. So, if there are false dichotomies you've been foxtrotting with, I'd be curious to hear about them from you.